Welcome back. Local bank stocks have been upbeat over the past year, delivering stellar earnings and hefty returns. Now with South Africa being grey listed, just how much of an impact will this have on the banking industry and companies at large? Joining me now to share his perspective is a Senior Equity Analyst at Ashburton Investments, Daniel Masvosvera. Thank you so much for your time, Daniel. Before we actually go to the impact, what kind of role have financial institutions played in bringing us to this point? Look, I think, I think the, the financial institutions have done pretty much as much as they can. Um, I think there's a recognition... Um, there are a lot of actors in in the chain here, um, but I think the the financial institutions, banks specifically, have done as much as they as they could. So that's not really the the big shortcoming here. Um, there's stuff around the legislative framework which needed to be done. A uh, key part of enforcement um, uh, where we need to. Where I think there's more work to be done. So I think yeah, financial institutions have done. And are continuing to do um, as much as much as they can. Yeah. All right. So really around legislation and not necessarily um, any deficiencies in the banking system, but just going to the impact of this grey listing. How does it affect the country's efficiency in terms of when looking at the financial system and also its stability? Yeah, so I think the the impact of the empirical studies on the on, on the impact of grey listing um, are, I would say, you know, they not very conclusive. So, you know, in, there's there is an impact on capital flow. Um, the IMF, I think, there's a study they had that shows a seven point six percent decline in capital inflows post um, um, a grey listing. Uh, but then you have other studies that show no material enduring impact. If you certainly, if you look at the impact um, per the market reaction on Friday, uh, not really material. You know, I think you you saw the uh, the JSC was down. I think about 1.8 um, percent before 12 o'clock ended the day at uh, minus 2.5. But if you actually look, I mean, the the Nasdaq futures were down 0.72 uh, before midday. By the end of the day, the Nasdaq was down 1.72. So again, you know, how much of it is is FATF? How much of it is is, is global markets? Really, mm. um, I think a lot of it was already discounted, uh, but it certainly doesn't help the sentiment around the country. Yeah, because I was also just going to say, in terms of cross-border transactions, what kind of uh, weight does it place on banks in terms of facilitating those transactions? So, so I think um, the the SA banks would have pre-existing relationships where, with the international counterparties, and and I think they have an existing framework uh, for monitoring, detection, reporting uh, around anti-money laundering and um, uh, anti-terrorist funding. Um, so I, th I think you you I don't see a material change there. I don't see any of these uh, international banks. Uh, discontinuing their relationships with South Africa. The bottom line is, I think, um, the current framework um, around reporting, detection, uh, per the SA, SA banks that transact with these international counterparties are um, currently at least to their satisfaction. And we haven't seen any of them uh, post-Friday announce that they're not going to continue to transact with SA banks. So Yeah.
You did say yeah. earlier on that, of course, there are a lot of actors in the chain. And I'm just wondering how, how strong is the partnership between the banks and the government? Because surely to get out of this situation as soon as possible, maybe by 2025, we're going to need quite a strong collaboration. Yeah. Um, actually, look, I'm, I, I have to say this, the, the country has done quite a lot across all the different actors. You know, you had two bills that were enacted, um, you know, towards the end of last year, addressing the legislative fr framework around anti-money laundering um, and uh, anti-terrorist financing regulation. So um, government's doing some of what they can. Uh, I think, you know, what's going to take a bit more work is, 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 you know, building up capacity around detection, especially in enforcement, and then making um, sure, sorry, in, in, in sort of uh, investigation and uh, in the policing and then, um, you know, getting uh, actual action on the enforcement side of things. So, uh, but I think there's been progress both from, from government and, and public institutions and, and, uh, and the banks. And on the back of that, you saw there were 67 action points. Uh, we're down to eight. Mm. So, you know, Mauritius uh, took just under two years to, to come out of grey listing um, off a concerted effort between public and private sector. And I think um, there's, there's a good chance we, we, could, we could achieve the same over the next two to three years. Okay, so would you say that it's, uh, is it a challenge or an opportunity, the fact that we've been grey-listed, maybe taking in some short-term pain right now, but really yeah. the wake-up call, um, that, that's, that, that long-needed uh, wake-up call? I think it's a catalyst. I think it's a positive thing. Um, I think the president uh, just said as much today um, that I think it, 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 it adds additional impetus to um, the fight against corruption uh, and, yeah. and making sure we crack down on that. And so um, sometimes bad news is good news. Yeah. Um, or, yeah. It's what we do as a country. Yeah. Yeah. And just lastly on that. Um, so from what I get that it's not really as material in terms of the impact on our banks and our banking stocks and that really what will drive that include interest rates and just banks uh, continuing to strengthen their balance sheets. Yeah, so I think, um, like I said, I think it's, it's hard to say how much of it was already discounted yeah. in, the, in the share prices, right? Our banks on average now are trading at around 1.3 times um, you know, global banks 1.2 times. If you look at LATAM, it's 1.5 times. You could argue in there some of that is, is down to, to factors like these. Yeah. Um, but I think if you look at our banks overall, you look at their balance sheets, you look at the outlook for their P&Ls into this year, I think uh, the momentum is still certainly positive. Um, you saw APSA's um, recent trading update guiding to earnings growth between 10 and 15%. Um, you know, RE is an average for our bank, 17%. So yeah. uh, dividend yields close to 8%. I could just keep going on. I yeah. think there's a lot positive um, about our banks um, at current valuation. Uh, all right. Well, thank you very much for your time and for your insights, Daniel. Uh, that was Senior Equity Analyst at Ashburton Investments, Daniel Masfosvere. Mm -hmm.